is Tuck, 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 Tuck. Welcome to episode seven of the Tuck Talk podcast. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionista, manager editor here at Trivia Culture Magazine. And on this week's edition, I'm joined alongside the man in the middle from the Out of Bounds podcast, Mr. Donnie, don't call me Donovan Wilkins. And on the far right, we have from the Gaming Chair podcast, the Black Dawn himself, Mr. Sean Henry. So how we doing this week, fellas? Um, you know what? I'm feeling great. Um, Liddell knows what I'm talking about. Um, we recently got into contact, or trying to get into contact with uh, this uh, this this rising celebrity, this 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 hot guy uh, in the premier uh, cable industry right now. Um, hopefully, scoring my first big celebrity interview. So. Prayers for that, but um, I'm feeling good right now. Okay, okay. So let's get into it then. The mental check-in on a scale of one to ten, based off the news that you just got, and based on what we're working on tonight at interview. So where you at right now on the scale of one to ten? Uh, I now that I think about it, I would say I'm in a good place, but I just remembered that I saw the uh, Made in America music festival lineup for Philadelphia. Uh, and now I'm thinking, well, shit, my life is pointless. Um, so we'll get into that later. But uh, right now, overall, I feel no, like no, no. You can't say something like that. Then just say we get to it. No, we're gonna get to that right now. Okay, so how do we go from an eight to a two in a span like five seconds? Like, point blank. Um, over a music fest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you can you put this about uh, when you come to Philly. We got to have words, Jay-Z. The lineup that you posted for your 10th anniversary is trash. So trash that you got to meet me on Broad Street to fight me. Real talk. Oh. Just real talk. Oh. So we'll get into that once we get into the topics. But, yeah. David, you're a Broad Street buddy, huh? I don't, I don't fuck with Jay-Z anymore right now. Jay-Z. You ain't gonna fuck up my bag. <laughs> I mean, but if y'all want to send me some tickets my way to compensate me or anything like that, just give me on the uh, the mailing list. All right, so Sean, where you on a scale one to ten, bro? So I'm gonna say I'm actually sitting at maybe at eight, eight point five. Like I'm about to go for um a trip to los angeles with my friends next week so that should be fun yeah, also dude. like you know well obviously i'm not in time for e3 but i might be around there for some other events apparently oh, cool. <laughs> you ain't miss shit for e3 bro I, i'm sorry i'm trying not to curse later because <laughs> I, I, I guess i'm learning the youtube guidelines as we go along youtube they do not like cursing a lot for fanny so i'm gonna try to work on that so that's gonna be hopefully my first and last curse for the rest of the episode continue <laughs> so, <laughs> so like you know so kind of excited about like the possibility of going out there running into like people seeing what's going on in la because this will be my like first official time being out there but like you know, friends and everything. So hopefully it'll be a good time. I'm excited. Well, let me like, ask you a quick question, real quick. Um, what do you think about uh cloud-based gaming? Like cloud-based gaming? Luna. Yeah, Stadia Luna, stuff like that. Mm. Give me some examples. 
Um, like, what's your over have? Let me phrase this. Okay, basically, what he's saying is like, yeah. okay, like, um, you know how PlayStation, you have like PlayStation now. It's kind of like a probably screaming type of thing, but that's on console. But now mm-hmm. companies such as Microsoft, they're working on like something like an Amazon Fire Stick for Game Pass, where you could kind of just like scream the games just without owning a console, period. Or you just need like this little fire stick, or you have like the Xbox Game Pass app, and you could just scream cloud from the cloud that way on your mobile device or on your smart TV. Yeah, and really? what I'm yeah, and what I'm talking about is Google recently, uh, two years ago. The fact that you don't know this and you're a gaming enthusiast tells me that Google has been doing a poor job. Stadia is <laughs> trash. Stadia is <laughs> trash. I, I mean, I play it um, le- at least once a week. I do have it, and yeah, you're right. It mm. is trash. But um, basically, you're able to play high-end games uh, within your browser from your phone, laptop, TV, and all that stuff. But it's uh, more of a browser-based um, gaming system without the mm. wires. So I, I suggest you look into it. Um, but okay. yeah, it, what Liddell said, it's trash. I just want to get your opinion on it. But you don't have one, and that shows that they're doing a bad job of advertising it. <laughs> and are Amazon involved with, with that as well? Are they about to get into that market? No, so Amazon has Luna. That's their yeah, uh, cloud-based gaming uh, system. So yeah. they are getting into the the fray now. You see, you just, you just got a little bit of the gaming chair podcast all within like the first five minutes of Tuck Talk. By the way, if you're enjoying this video so far, I know we're only about five minutes in, and I'm supposed to say this for YouTube purposes. I never thought I'd be the type of person to say these things because you know how you're watching these YouTube videos and you're just like, all right, like, damn, like, I'm already subscribed to the channel. Like, why you gotta keep saying that? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, I, I did it already. All right. <laughs> yeah, but and sometimes, like, you just be watching a channel for like, the first time and then you don't end up liking this video and then you don't end up sharing this video and then you don't end up subscribing to this channel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's like now the fact that I'm, we're actually in this field now is like okay, like I understand, like it's very important. So, ladies and gentlemen, please do us a favor, please like this video, please share this video for your social network, encourage those to join the Tuck family, join the Tuck Podcast Network, also subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell that way you're notified anytime we have an upload. But it's a Tuck Talk, the Out of Balance Podcast, the Gaming Chair Podcast, our next up interview series, and our Tuck Talk interview series as well. Now, with that said, I just lost my train of thought of what I was going to say. How you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. See, I appreciate you, dog. I'm at a nine right now. I'm at a nine. I'm not going to hold you. I'm excited about life. I'm excited about the possibilities. Uh, We have a lot of amazing things coming up this summer in regards to festival season. Even a lot of things. To our own stuff with Tuck Fashion Week. Like, we're in the process of ironing out those details. So, more on that in the future, you know, on our social media platform, Instagram at True Agriculture, also Facebook at True Agriculture, um, YouTube, yeah, Tuck Podcast Network. So we have drop details. It's about every social media channel, every social media platform that we have at our disposal. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about festival season. I'm excited about these interviews that we have coming up. Yeah, man, I'm just excited about life overall. Also, this has been a great week for me trading because, as you guys know, I also trade Forex and binary options. So this has been a great week for me in that regard. Hopefully, I'm not jinxing it for tomorrow. But so far, as of this this recording, 
Forks, yeah. Is is that the cult like one or? Oh, you talk about the M- the MLM, the multi level market. Oh, okay, all right. You know what? I'm actually in that, by the way, and I could use that to promote. So sponsored by Forex. Sponsored by Forex. Sponsored by I am Mastery Academy. All I and you want to break? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me do the whole thing. Let me do the whole thing. If you want to break generational curses, this is the pitch, by the way. If you want to break generational curses, and you're tired of your nine to five, and you want financial freedom, then it's as easy as making money on your smartphone, ladies and gentlemen. It's just as easy as that. It's just as easy as just going on, hopping on Melitrader 4, y'all, y'all really can't see, and then inserting your trades. <laughs> You know, it's like you make it. You can literally make money in your sleep, whether you trade binary options or you like me. You like to trade indices and all that. Hey, you can make a quick bag in about fifteen minutes. Like, so, like ladies and gentlemen, you can really make your own your whole hourly wage or daily wage within an hour of trading. You know, and it also could be as simple as copy paste and profit. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> But I, I don't even promote it like that. That's the first time I ever promoted that. But since you said it, I'm like, fuck it. I'm as, I'm I would rather join going. the Church of Scientology than get into the <laughs> cult of that whatever. I don't even know the name for it, but I know I've seen it on TikTok. I know, multi-level marketing. And, yeah, and it's just like they're just screaming these. Uh, it was like this one TikTok where they're walking around the pool saying, uh, I am sufficient or something like that. Yeah, I am bro. strong. I am free. I am independent. I, I already know, bro. I'm indoctrinated in it. Like I haven't started recruiting or nobody. Just Man, we got to get you out the sunken place because that's what it look like that Jordan Hill movie. No, I'm not in it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in it, but I'm also not really in it. Like, I oh, okay. At least, at least you see your ways. Yeah, like I haven't recruited anybody, but if y'all want to join, then just like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Let us know in the comments below if you want help with your money with money situation. Exactly. You can join the Dallas Comment down below. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you right. No income claims, but we'll get you right. Yeah, it's one thousand percent not a pyramid scheme. We got you. Use oh, code that- Tuck Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. You know how your, your job, your job is a pyramid scheme. How about that? Because you're doing all the work, and then the people at the top are making more money than you. So how about that? Your job is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> you want to spend it that way in order to get customers? <laughs> we got you. Yeah, you're one hundred percent. Nah. I'll just mess with y'all. I'll just mess with y'all. All right, so I'm glad to know everybody's in a good place. With Diamond, like that whole two thing, like like you was like really legit. But like, do we need to talk about that or you good? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I I, I just want to fight Jay Z. <laughs> okay. Oh well. You know, let's get into why. You know, before we talk about the actual fight itself, let's get to like the origin so as to why you want to fight Jay Z. It, so, it's 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 not so him. It's the lineup that he curated. Yeah, the music festival, the lineup that he curated. And it speaks to a larger um, issue with Philadelphia being one of the biggest metropolitan cities in the United States. But 
when it comes to exposure, music, culture, we like we're left out in the dust. Like, I mean, it's I, I think it's like I don't know, and I, I, I expected more from Jay-Z being a man of the culture as he so puts himself mm. or it's the head of yeah, or the head of Rock Nation to come out with this lineup that's just like, I mean some of the people on there, Baby Keem who the fuck is Baby Keem? Baby Keem? Um I want to say he's one of those like recent up and comers because I know a few songs from him, but I haven't like found them. I found them through like playlists, kind of like you know Spotify suggestion playlists. Oh, like, under, like underground. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I get you. Um, they also had uh somebody named uh forty two, um Doug. Uh, like they had Doja Cat, uh, Megan Thee Stallion. I I can deal with those. But the thing that pissed me off the most was the headliners, which was Justin Bieber and Little Baby. Bro, those are two hot artists right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm failing to see your issue here. You, you fell in to see the issue with Justin Bieber Justin hosting Bieber a music festival in Philadelphia? He one of the blackest him. cities in America? Bieber black now, bro. I'm not sure if you heard but he's black now. <laughs> he ain't no <laughs> Just Just because he makes Walmart brand R&B music does not mean he's anybody, black. Anybody that get their peaches out in Georgia is officially black. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah. We gotta have words with Jay Z. Sponsored by the the enjoy. line. It's it's just the disrespect. Like Philadelphia is like huge for like music and R and B and soul. Like oh, a lot of people. Really, I mean, y'all have Jill Scott. Y'all have the Roots. I mean, y'all have Music Soul Child, right? He came out of Philly. Yeah. Okay, so who else do y'all have? This oh, man. Meek, Mill, Meek Mills. I forgot about Meek Mills. My fault. I forgot about Meek Mills. So that's four. I said you, the roots. Um, it's it's not so much um, individual music artists. It's more of oh yeah, freeway. Art. Freeway is from Philly too, right? He's or from- yeah, Eve. Um, to name oh, yeah. a few. But so, it's 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 not more the individual artists. It's more so the impact that. Philadelphia has had and the oh, yeah. jazz. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all a But also got shout out Robert and um the Great Tom Band. They're also from Philly as well, right? Yeah, like don't don't disrespect my indie bands. Shout out, shout out to our Under the Radar and our next up feature. Shout out to y'all. So, but it's 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 more so the impact that uh, Philadelphia had in the 20th century with uh, jazz and R and B and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. it's just. It just speaks to a larger issue that I see with Philadelphia never getting the respect it deserves, whether in sports or y'all like in sports. Y'all, y'all be shitting on your own players, so come on, man. It's Philadelphia. you out of balance. When you suck, you suck, and we'll tell you you suck, and say you're good, and we'll rock with you. 
<laughs> but you gotta earn it. So just like Atlanta in New York, basically. I mean, we not down like Atlanta is right now. I mean, y'all lost the Super Bowl last time y'all went to. I'm not shout mistaken. Out, shout out to Atlanta. <laughs> That's a home. <laughs> we, we, we ain't gonna say nothing bad about Atlanta. We ain't gonna say nothing bad about Atlanta. We go we gonna keep it in Philly. We gonna keep it in Philly. So but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was the issue I had. It's just you're you're supposed to be the culture, like the the godfather of the culture right now, and you just put out a shitty lineup. It's but who determines? But who determines that though? The god. Who determines that? Yeah, of Jay Z being the godfather of the culture. Like, what makes him the godfather? Uh, music outlets? Um, his self-proclaimed dominance over the rap game or of the culture. His supposedly speaking for the black people. Um, him teaming up with NFL. And trying to say, oh, I'm I'm doing this for you guys, or I'm doing this for the culture. The way he carries himself, it just makes him seem like oh, like he's he's the one. That's like this bringing this all together. This is my problem with the within the black I man. Like, granted, I understand like money is power, but my mm-hmm. thing is, I hate when people use their status and influence and make them think that that automatically makes them the voice of the culture. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like, Sean, what do you like? How do you feel about that? Like you got those like we're feeling like the I guess like the music industry, the entertainment industry, and they feel like all oh, all of a sudden just because they have a platform, money, status, that makes them the voice of the people. So I felt like in gen- like I guess generally speaking, not even just the music. Once you get like a little bit of money in your pockets and stuff like that, and you come from a certain place. You know, there's the celebrity effect, the godly celebrity effect, where everybody starts to put everybody on like a pedestal, where it's just like, you know, once you're above and beyond, it's just like, what are you going to do for Brooklyn? What are you going to do? Stuff like that. So I feel like certain celebrities kind of take on that identity of that once they, you know, because they rock with us or they grew up here, that makes them the voice of like the people in that area. And then sometimes their fans proceed to continue to feed this like idea for them. So now, yeah. like, there's the clash where, you know, they start to treat them. They watch everything that they do. If they're not holding themselves up to a certain standard, then it's like, yo, Jay-Z, yo, Beyonce, yo, whoever, what are you doing? Like, you know, kind of like yeah. energy. So I would say self-proclaiming yourself as, like, the the godfather, probably not the best thing to do yourself because that puts the, like, you know, the idea on yourself. If somebody else is calling you that, then, like, you know, you can't really do anything about that, but you can kind of be like, nah, you know, yeah, I think too highly of me, blah, 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 yada, yada. I'm just a normal person from Brooklyn. But some people feed it. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to say it's, like, uh, 75% of uh, fans backing up. Uh, those theories up, so I mean, I can't put it all on Jay Z, but okay, come on now. Don, I understand you have an issue with Jay Z far as like the music festival lineup, but is it too soon to be bringing back music festivals at this point in time, in your opinion? <laughs> no, I no, I wouldn't say so because last time I checked, according to the data, um. More than fifty-seven percent of people have had their first dose already. Um, you can't so, escape it out here in New York. Like every, uh, just about every corner, they got somebody trying like sell you. <laughs> yeah, they got these badass. Because I'm a shit. I shouldn't be saying this, but but well, speak your mind, man. <laughs> but the hell, hopefully you ain't watching. You know we ain't really. You know, but um, I'm a womanizer, right? So there's like these 
badass drawings outside, right? And then I don't think I right, cool. They just said like choose a symbol and stuff like that. But like, all right, they just want me to get the vaccine. So I'm like, oh, oh like, the they enticing you? <laughs> yeah, like like they like they put the baddest females outside these little tight ass nurse outfits, trying to you know these scrubs and all that, trying to get you to like sign up for a vaccine. They know so. themselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> especially to me <laughs> so <laughs> so these tattoos that they doing nowadays man it's crazy yeah, i mean but it, it seems like uh overall the nation is trending upward um cases are down all across the board um so i i don't think we're bringing it back too early i do like that everybody agreed upon uh pushing this to the fall it does give us more time, but right now, I mean, we're we're doing pretty good. I mean, could we be doing better? Yes, absolutely. But um, I don't think it's too uh, early to bring it back. Like I said, it's all the festivals are happening in the fall towards the end of the year, so we still have time. I don't think they're bringing it back too soon. What do you think, Sean? I like. I would say I can't really tell if I feel like they're bringing everything back too soon because it's like. It's almost like, weirdly enough, we're getting kind of a reversal of the same speed that we got into COVID with, because it was just like, we got COVID, everything locked down, and that was all of last year. Now it's like, you know, they came out with the vaccine, and now it seems like everything just yeah, everything right is open. Open. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just like, is, is it okay? Is it Did we not learn? <laughs> Did we not learn what just happened? You know, so like, in if you think about the population of a music festival, I'd say, like, you know, going into, like, the movie theaters and everything, slowly, slowly, it was starting to, like, you know, become normal. You're like, okay, maybe, you know, a seat in between people is filling up. But I don't understand how you can kind of do that with a music festival, per se. So we're just going to have to see. So that's, like, with me, it's just more of a cautious thing where it's just, like, it could be safe if they do the necessary precautions and, you know, pay attention to, like, I guess, people. But... We're just gonna have to like kind of wait and see that one, how that one actually turns out, because we could end up right back with a whole COVID boom. <laughs> yeah, and we all know America's thinking. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be. I, don't, I could be a conspiracy theorist right now about with this whole COVID thing, but I ain't, I ain't gonna push it. <laughs> I ain't gonna push that narrative. But I'll just say this though. Because granted, it seems like you're not gonna be able to attend any of these um, music festivals unless you're vaccinated. Because I mean, yeah, I mean that that's a given. I mean, even if you wasn't going to get the vaccine, I mean, would would you risk going to a music festival? Because I've been to music festivals before, and it's always a horde of people. It's not, but a bunch of people like just having sex outside in the mud. Yeah, all that is at high off off of Molly and shit like that, you know. So I, I've seen it up close at first. I was like, I've been in, the, in that type of environment. But it's like, yeah, like you're going to deal with like those mass of people. Then most likely, yeah, you're going to have to be vaccinated. But obviously you have some people, such as myself, that just don't want to get the vaccine because I'm like, okay, knock on wood. I haven't caught this caught this damn thing yet, so why should I go out and why should I be out in a hurry to just get a vaccine for something that seems like I'm already immune to it? And I'm outside just about every day, you know. I so, mean, you you could have symptoms and I mean not show it for a while, so I mean it could be coursing through your veins right now. 
Don't wish that evil on me, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wish that evil. But I mean, even though even though the way you said it's so casual, like oh yeah, like if I do it, ain't no big deal. Like I'm good. Yeah, but it's like I I I, I wouldn't understand the ain't that a little Theraflu can't fix. Theraflu, <laughs> Theraflu, <laughs> Dayquil, Nyquil. I'm good. I'm surprised you didn't say vapor rug because I uh, I know oh, the yeah. black community. Oh yeah, my grandma use that my for grandma. everything. My grandma, shout, shout out to my little G. That's why I call my grandma my little G. She always put me onto that, and I'm not sure if I, maybe this is like a country thing, but not only do you rub it, you could also you're supposed to pause, swallow it as well. The vapor I, rub, yeah. Do you ever I don't think you should like be that? swallowing vapor <laughs> 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 Read the instructions before that. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I think it clearly says do not swallow. Like do not consume should probably right. be on that box. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna hold you. I've done it. Every time I got sick, I've done it. But you gotta remember, he's from and the I'm south. Still so I'm the still south alive. is like a, in a different dimension than the he rest of the tough. world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sponsored by Vapor Rub. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, I it's it's towards the end of the year. We still have a a, a couple of months to go. Um, it seems like we're trending in the right direction. Uh, despite everything, so I, I say give it a shot. At, at least one music festival. I mean, you can take away everything else, including Made in America. Man, you talking about the movie that just came out? <laughs> no, to the music festival. Oh, oh, I think I'm coming <laughs> to America. I'm, I'm bugging. <laughs> <laughs> I think about the shit that just came out with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and that came out like two months ago. <laughs> I heard that was trash. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen the first one, so. Yeah. All right, Sean, wait. Have you? No, I've been fine. Have you, have you seen Coming to America 1? I've seen the first one. I think I saw it like just kind of like recently, not like recently, like this year, but I mean like within the like last five years. I think I ended up seeing it for the first time. Okay, okay. And I didn't see the second one. You know what? what? Forget because I have a second topic in mind, but I'm gonna call a quick audible right here because this is something that we need to discuss real quick. Yeah. Do you guys feel that? Because you know, obviously, we have this whole notion as far like. Was to be black, right? Like, oh, like if you don't listen to. I'm glad you brought that out. Uh, So what? Since I haven't seen, uh, maybe uh, coming to America or Boys in the Hood or um, you ever saw Boys in the Hood either? No, nope. Have you at least played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, but but like I told you guys before, like my music selection usually uh, is an atmosphere of like music festivals and stuff like that. Uh, so I I don't normally tend to break out into like other movies like that, especially like the the quote unquote um, black. Um, movies that I need to see before the age of 25 or something like that. 
to fully transition into manhood or something like that. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna just I want to do like a little quick little test. Okay. You, all right. I'm not gonna take away your black card or anything like that, but maybe somebody in the comment section will <laughs> if they make it this far in this video. All right, so please leave your comments down below. We would love to get your thoughts on this. Have you ever seen Set It Off? Uh, well, Queen Latifah, right? Yeah. Bits and parts of it. I I, I know the whole story. Uh, bits and parts. Okay, so what's the story? Uh, like three, uh, no, four women like rob a bank or something like that, and as the law comes down on them, like they start to fracture or something like that. And I think Queen Latifah gets shot or something like that. She wears a do rag. Yeah, okay. Rolls. Okay, so you read. Okay, so you read the IMD page sponsored by IMDb. <laughs> so you read that. So you read the page and you saw the clip on YouTube. Okay, cool. Have you ever seen Martin the TV show? Yeah, I'm like I'm not as uh to the center as you would think. Of course, I've seen Martin. I'm black. Like at the end of the day, I'm still black. Like yeah, that's what we're Martin. trying to figure out. Uh, the <laughs> that's what we're trying to figure out. <laughs> that's all we're trying to discuss. <laughs> like the how black are you? The boondocks. boondocks. No, but I've seen episodes of it on YouTube. Uh that was before. Have you at um, least seen the gang? Have you at least seen the Gangsta Delicious episode? Bits and parts of it, like Cartoon Network. Like I, I didn't even have Cartoon Network and shit in the house and stuff like that. Um, so like those black, I I've seen Black Dynamite. I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> well, oh. he got a point over you there. Oh, <laughs> you ain't seen Black Dynamite before. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, have you seen Dragon Ball Z? I don't give a fuck. Nobody said that's a black show. Bits and parts of it. Bits and parts. Yeah, I, I, I think I've, I, uh, I was on uh, Hulu the other day, and I've seen a new uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I, I know it's like redubbed or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z Super. Um, so I got to maybe episode 10, and then I just never watched it again. And would you agree that Piccolo is black? I mean, he, he acts black. He's standoffish. Then. I don't know what the fuck wrong with that dude. <laughs> he went through a lot. Um, yeah, I could. I would consider Piccolo black. I mean, he's the only green character there. So, and would you agree that Mr. Popo is a racist? Is a basically a stereotypical incarnation of what a black person is supposed to be? Do you know who Mr. Popo is? No. Okay, I got. I gotta show you a picture. <laughs> it's horrible. It's a testament of like how far we've come. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, wait. I think I know what you're talking about. He's like small, black, and has red lips. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I've seen him before. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a testament I, to I, how far we've come. I, I, I still want to show the screen just to uh, just, just in case they're not familiar with who Mr. Popo is. Yeah, when you met, I was like, wait, that sounds familiar. And even his name, Mr. Popo. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a shit. <laughs> yeah. But that's not in the new series, is it? Nah, Mr. Popo haven't been around for a minute. 
you okay. know why. You know why he hasn't been around for a minute. Sure. <laughs> Have you, been okay. Have you seen the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Yes. Like I, I've I've seen the only black show I haven't seen is In Living Color. Um I've seen bits and pieces of uh girlfriends uh with uh that show's Chris trash. Yo. That show's trash. It's it's not it's pretty good. Um it's trash. It's it's just trash. Okay. I haven't seen uh Family Matters, uh, but I know who Urkel is. I mean, he's a cultural icon. Um, what's the other one? Um, good Times. I, I've seen oh, yeah. uh, Moesha. Time. That's, that's you gotta watch Good Times. You ain't black. You don't watch Good Times. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, like I, I've seen like the, the the main popular ones. Like I've seen Fresh Prince. I've seen Martin. And okay, that's let's talk, let's talk about black. Let's talk about black cultural experiences. Have you ever done the electric slide at a at a block party or a cookout or a family? Yeah, or a block party or a cookout. Have you ever done? Yeah, that? I, I did it once. I don't dance, so. But yeah, I, I I've attempted <laughs> the cha cha slide to keep his show. I've attempted all of them. Okay, all right. So, um, how do you like your Kool Aid? <laughs> <laughs> not too sugary uh, uh that's a problem right there it yeah if, if i can taste the diabetes <laughs> you gotta pour it down the drain what's the best flavor what's the most popular of uh, kool-aid flavors within a black um household's refrigerator mine's is blue but i think everybody's is grape or red definitely red and definitely grape yeah, like uh, I, I'm more of the 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 out of the the south the south type uh, black person. Like, um, not really in the group. I'm like on the outside of the group, but still adjacent. So I I got like ton, uh, bits and pieces of like black culture and stuff like that, but um. I Every now and then, when I mention things, my black car comes into questions. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, like like this whole infatuation with Eminem. Like, first of all, it's not an infatuation. Like, I'm black just people saying, don't go that hard for Eminem like that, bro. I'm just saying the fact that nobody in the black community actually likes Eminem just because he's white. He makes school shooter music. Oh and what the shoe change? How is that different from any other rapper? I'm sorry, but when I listen to other rappers, I'm not thinking, oh my god, I want to kill my mom, I want to kill my dad, I want to go shoot up a school. No, you're, you're thinking of degrading women. That's what we're thinking of. So I'm how's that any I'm different? Than that. That. Oh, oh, so let go so, your thoughts. <laughs> Calling him up. This episode so just because I listen to so just because I listen to Eminem doesn't mean I want to go shoot up a school. But you want to shoot somebody? <laughs> no, I, I shot a gun once, and I never will shoot a gun again. I got you. Can't just say that. We not just gonna talk about this. How did this? How did this happen? So I went to the gun range with uh, my uncle, and we like shot off a couple of rounds. 
didn't like it, so I just never will shoot a gun again. Okay. All right, so you didn't actually like shoot at nobody. Okay. No, I wasn't in the hood, and they tried to indoctrinate me into the culture, and it was like, yo, shoot this. Nah, it was like that. I went to the range and just found out it wasn't for me. <laughs> All right, so we teed up on topic for a little bit, but let's get to our second topic of today's episode. Now, celebrity boxing has been like the craze. Oh my god, why is my phone ringing during this episode? Fuck off. Who, uh, who was that rapper that said he was going to set up fights? Um, I believe it was Lil Baby. Oh, okay. So yeah, let's let's get to that. So if you could basically, if you were a promoter, if you guys were promoters, right? Who would you book in a celebrity boxing match? Whether it's like an artist, uh, an influencer, a movie day, like who would you guys book in a boxing match? Jay Cole and Kendrick Lamar. That is so anti-black. How how's that anti-black? Because these are two of the most influential. Yeah, but they're also that's two why. Of the most <laughs> But that's why, even, even, even though with J. Cole, the 1% rule applies, so I really can't give all you know, but um, the one drop rule with him. But like, these are two of the most influential. <laughs> I mean, Kong and Godzilla went at it. How is that any different? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but wait, wait, that is so racist right there. So which one is King Kong? Which one is the ape? We ain't getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even going there. I'm just saying. I just came up. Because right. I almost got myself in trouble by saying some shit. So I had to put the heat back on you. I had to pass you the buck. I mean, it just came up. The, you said two icons. And I'm like, uh, what's the last icons that we saw a fight? And I was like, oh, Godzilla and King Kong. I mean, those are two icons, and they fought. But which one so, is Kong? Oh, um, Kong would probably be. Uh, oof. Who's the better one out of Godzilla and uh, Kong? Godzilla, right? Yeah. Godzilla one. Mm-hmm. So I would say Kendrick Lamar is better than uh, J. Cole in my humble opinion. So, Ke- so Kendrick is Godzilla. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. All right, I thought you was gonna take the bait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling them monkeys or anything like that. <laughs> I know that's what you're trying to give me. This. <laughs> like I'm still black, guys. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by black people all over the world. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think that would be an interesting fight. Because the way I see it, they're both like so cool and they always seem so collected. But don't those um, usually make like the worst fights? No, they usually make some of the some of the quietest people are actually the best people at throwing hands, in my humble opinion. Because I'm thinking about it in the context of a promoter right now. You think about okay, like con like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, those are like two of the best rappers. To me, those are two of the best rappers out currently right now. Those guys are that's my top mm-hmm. two, personally. I'm also thinking in terms of okay, who got beef with who? You know what I'm saying? Because oh, if you're thinking of, if you're thinking of that, then I would say Because that's what's gonna sell. 
the fight don't necessarily sell. It's the beef, the storyline leading up to the fight. That's yeah, Eminem and uh, MGK. If their beef was still relevant, I would say so, those two. So two white guys, Eminem and MGK. I give him two black guys. He says it's racist. I give him two white guys. <laughs> you see this? Like, come on, man. They're no pleasing the audience. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, Sean. What about what about for you? All right. So I think I could think of like three. The first one. It's just the randomest one that I came up with simply because they came up with verse the idea of verses so make them fight each other it would be like Timbaland and Swiss Beach simply because they came up with verses oh. to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'd be like, you know, like it'd be a funny twist to like see that happen. But I'd say if we're talking in the energy wise that you said, where it's like who had probably Meek Mill and Drake, like to actually see that one have played out in like the boxing match, maybe Chris Brown and what did Chris Brown have beef with recently? Was it was it also Drake? Rihanna. Oh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, but we could we could book Chris Brown versus we could book Chris Brown versus ASAP Rocky. ASAP fighting for Rihanna's honor. ASAP <laughs> Rocky would beat the fuck out of Chris Brown. We do I mean, not okay, promote so domestic if violence. Really to- okay, if we're really talking, okay, if we're all right, if we're talking about that level of energy, because let's see, because she was carrying so much about it, and we never got that story. Solange versus Jay Z. Said she beat his ass in the elevator. The last. <laughs> wasn't, uh, wasn't Beyonce in the elevator as well? And she was just she was what? She was what? But I, I, I'm gonna stick to that. I'm gonna stick to that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curry boy. I'm gonna go back to an old storyline. And it'll be Beyonce versus Blue Cantrell. Cause there was rumors that Jay Z allegedly has some relations with Blue Cantrell. Who the fuck uh, is Beyonce? Blue Cantrell? Damn, I'm so <laughs> out of the culture. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? You never heard the song. Ooh. <laughs> Oops, no, by who? Blue Cantrell. You saying it like the audience is supposed to know who the fuck that is. Y'all making me... Sean, you know who Blue Cat Show is, right? Don't yeah. even lie, Sean. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you said Blue Cat Show, I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> why y'all making me feel old? <laughs> you you gotta... You just threw that name off. you're old. I just don't know who Blue Cat Show is. <laughs> Y'all never heard the song Hit Him Up Style for real? No. Oh my god. Give me That's one her? second. <laughs> oh, you see it? Style. I know that song. <laughs> yeah. All right, for, for all of our listeners, by the way, shout out to those y'all on um Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You cannot see this, but what I'm about to do is I'm about to put up a clip. And by the way, YouTube, I do not want to watch this video, so do not flag me or give me a copyright strike. But this is just to show these young bloods an example of old school classic 2000 R&B music. All right, You're talking so, about a fight that was over 20 years ago? Talking about if we remember? I was yeah. what, like 11? This is like... 
This is like back in like, like 2003. Yeah, I've never heard of that name. And there's a reason why. Because she was going against B. <laughs> oh, so you part of the beehive. Oh, hell no. I hate the hive. <laughs> 100%. Y'all never heard of this chick right here, Blue Cat Show? Never seen her before or nothing? I know the nope. song. Her face. <laughs> oh, nope. damn. Is you that, know, I'm is not that right. the Becky with the good hair? I think she's black. I think she is black. I think it's part of that 1% rule. She's like J. Cole. <laughs> sponsored by the 1%. <laughs> sponsored, by, sponsored by Ancestry.com. I, I can't like, remember who she is. But you're... Come on. J. Cole is black. <laughs> J. Cole, no, nah, I, I don't want to do it, but you know what? I gotta keep, I gotta keep it above. J. Cole, because J. Cole, he's he's mixed race, right? Okay, J. Cole, he went out his way to go to dreads, and all. By the way, I, I love his dreads. Dreads look better than mine's. You know, I need to actually. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, but he went to go play basketball in the African League. Sometimes, normally. Oh my god! I don't want to offend nobody, but but to, to hell with it. This is me, y'all. I love everybody. Sponsored by love, but just to put it out there, like it normally be the light skinned ones or the ones that are mixed race that do the most to prove that they're black. And that's what the vibe. Okay, is now now I gotta defend J Cole, even though his last album was trash. But I gotta defend him here. This dude was a walk on at uh, St. Joseph, so he knows how Saint to play John's. Saint John's, Saint John's, Saint, Saint Joe, yeah, Saint John's, yeah. He was a walk on, so he knows how to play basketball somewhat. He also plays basketball in the off season with uh, NBA players and stuff like that. Little small pickup game, so it's not like he just walked on and was like, "Yo, let me pass me the rock. I'll get a stick." So. He, he knows how to play basketball. He knows somewhat of the sport. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing. That. I'm just saying that normally it'd be those type of people that do the most. To All right, but he's not black. trying to prove that he's black. Just say they would call it Kaepernick. If anybody's trying to prove that they're black, is Bruno Mars. Bruno's more black than Colin Kaepernick, in my opinion, and J. Cole. Actually, no, I ain't gonna say that. No, no, no. But he's definitely more black than Colin Kaepernick. I'm not going to dispute that because before the uh, the whole Nike and protest, I didn't even think uh, Colin Kaepernick was black. <laughs> I still don't think Colin Kaepernick was black. I think Colin Kaepernick, because he knew he was on his way out the NFL. So he's like, you know what? Let me milk black people. We had some sexual with the teacher song. Let me milk black people, you know, in the black plight, in the black struggle. Let me, um, because he grew up like Grand, like I said, like he was adopted and this and that, and I believe his father is black or his father or mother. I think it's his father. But um, I remember when he was at the height of his career with the San Francisco 49ers, he was promoting and highlighting his white, his predominantly white family, right? You didn't hear nothing about like him. You know, they kind of discussed it a bit, but he's like, oh, like he's so proud to be white. They have like the whole photo and everything. Actually, let, let me pull that up. Let me pull that up just as an example. I mean, so, he, he probably got affected by a uh, change. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, okay. As soon I mean, as I'm not, NFL, I'm not, as soon as he about to be a, a backup quarterback, 
all of a sudden he's affected by change. Get yeah, I mean, it, it was a little uh, suspicious of his timing and stuff like that. Very. But, I mean, that that's how change happens. I mean, it's unexpected. But yeah, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess you could say that. You know, like Malcolm X was not Malcolm X. You know, like, like right out the gate, same with like Huey P. Newton. Like I get that, but it's like it, for him, it's like such a sharp contrast. It's like, yeah, it, it, it is that uh that part in the back of my mind where I'm like, damn, that's a little sus of your timing and stuff like that. So Very. I, I I do get what you're saying. All right, I so I'm I'm putting up the image for everybody to see. Uh, forgive me, um, those of you that are listening to this via audio, you cannot see what I'm saying. Welcome back, Sean. Sean, I'm about to prove a point about Colin Kaepernick. Sean, do you think Colin Kaepernick is black? Or black enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely black enough now. The dude got the tan, he got the fro, you got the cornrow braids. Like, yeah, but but this is gonna put everything in perspective. And this wasn't even planned, but but look how God's working through. Thank you, Lord. Look how he's working through because this wasn't even planned. But look how okay. This was called cabinet before this whole Black Lives Matter movement. This just look like a guy right here. Look 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 at Pay attention to the haircut, clean shave, and everything like that. Does this does this man need to be the face of the black community right now? I mean, he's he's not the face of the black community as of right now. I don't think he was one of the faces. He was the height of it of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He could you could say that he was uh, one of the prominent leaders of the the tide of change within sports and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that <laughs> and, and, don't, and don't and don't get to it later. I'm not saying that you need to be like you have to grow up in like the uh, predominantly black household because, granted, like, like, dominant, especially someone like you, like, growing up in a foster care system, like, you have no control as far as like who raises you, who takes care of you. I get that, I truly yeah, get yeah, that. environment and upbringing, you know. So, like, I, to- I totally get that, but also at the same time, like, I'm a firm believer that, granted, like, yeah, people d- do change. But when it's this sharp of a contrast from like and then all of a sudden you just you have a complete one you do a complete one eighty of, of a person that in your brand. Next thing you know, you're getting your you're getting the afros, you wearing the cornrows, you're wearing the black leather jackets and the shades. Like it seems I mean, like you're trying to like it seems like you're trying to be a caricature of what you think a black person, a, a black revolutionary is supposed to be. And that's has always been kind of been like my issue with people like Colin Kaepernick. And I guess you could say, you know, I don't necessarily have a problem with J. Cole, per se, because he's attached to all this. I feel like he, maybe he is, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, a person is not genuine, not, because you, I don't know a person's intentions. But while I see these people, I'm noticing, like, hmm, like, it's almost as if they're trying to put on a uniform of what they think a black man is supposed to look like, rather than them actually, like, being black, you know, and just living it, just being it. Like, they're trying to, like, showcase it. Like, look, I have this now. I have the hairstyle. I'm dressing in the dashikis. I'm doing all this. I'm black now. You get what I'm saying? When yeah, it's being black, it's more than that. It's more than just a look. You know what I'm saying? It's an experience. You know? So that's basically, that's like, that's the gist of my point. In regards to that. Yeah. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, I don't trust any black male leader or any black leader in the uh, 
the black community as a whole. Um, I always think they're working with the hidden agenda. That goes from uh, Kendrick Lamar, who I absolutely love and idolize a little bit, um, to Jay-Z and Kanye West and anybody else in between. Like, it, it just doesn't feel right to me. And I just don't trust their judgment and stuff like that. They have way too much to lose. And they're always in the deep pockets of some company or something like that. So, George yeah, Soros, I, allegedly. George Soros, allegedly. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, where it's, um, like you said, that change, like they're trying to be something that they're not in order to gain an approval or something like that. Yeah, it's like, don't just... Like, don't wear black as a uniform. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's more to it than just that. It's almost like somebody, like, because I, I know plenty of people that are like, oh, my God, like, oh, I listen to hip-hop music now. Oh, oh, I, I'm attending all these rallies in support of black people, so that means I'm down with the cause. Like, no, not necessarily. You know, just because, like, you feel like, oh, cause just because you listen to certain music or you eat your food a certain type of way, you put, like, a lot of season on your food and stuff like that, like, that don't necessarily mean anything, per se. Like, it's more right. to that. Like, we're more than our music. We're more than our fashion. You know what I'm saying? We're more than our struggles, per se. You know what I mean? Like, it's more to it than that, you know? And for I feel like with Colin Kaepernick, like, he basically, he came up basically, like, just being a character of what a, he think a black revolution is supposed to be and talk about plight that he was fortunate enough to not have to deal with growing up. Like, okay, maybe he had to be that one kid in the classroom where everybody's like, oh, like you don't look like the rest of us. Maybe that was basically like the extent. <laughs> I don't think he ever had to worry about looking over his shoulder and like whether he's going to like worry about making it home at night. He I never mean, that. I, I got to put a pause in that right there because um, we don't know what his uh, youth was like. So we can't exactly speak on um, his, we, we can't exactly paint a guideline of what a black person should go through or what a black person is um, supposed to go through in order to come out as a certified black person or something like that. No. 100%. Like, 100%. Like, see, you know, there's that 100%. Like, I get, like, I get that. Like, tr like don't get trust. I'm not saying, that, oh, just because you're black, that means that you have to, like, go through the issue, like, deal with, like, the police. You have to go through hardships or, like, grow poor. I'm not saying that at all because that's just, those are, like, false statistics right there. Like, mm -hmm. just like how they basically say that, how, like, a majority of, like, black men, with case may be, like, they're unmarried, they don't take care of their children, but statistics prove to that prove to the contrary to that but you would never see that discussed because in the media always want to highlight the negatives when it comes down to black people rather than the positives because that doesn't sell you know that doesn't get clicked that doesn't make money yeah. so because I mean, I've, I've never had an issue with police at all yeah um, say, say, same with me same with me like i haven't either like so yeah it's 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 when and when i bring that up in the community it's like oh like you're not black enough or like it's even like what the like we was talking about earlier with the black card and stuff like that. I mean, we we know each other and we say it on a playful tone, but there's that whole other side of that of black people trying to gate keep other black people 
whether it's a uh, light, whether it's um, oh, it's light skin versus dark skin, which is something that has been going on since slavery times, and black people seem to still don't get that shit. Um, or whether it's uh, damn, I just lost my train of thought. No, but you're definitely you're definitely going somewhere with that because yeah, I, like, I literally just. <laughs> Well, so my train of thought. Uh, like, Sean, Sean, what do you think about that whole light skin versus? By the way, none of this was planned today, but you know, this is like another back to back week episode. We just winging it and just yeah, we, up we just we just let it go. Yeah. So, like, Charlotte, what do you think about this whole light skin versus dark skin type of thing within the black community? So, I personally always thought it was like you know, I thought it was ridiculous, stupid because it was like like Don said. It traces back to like you know the roots in slavery, where it's like you know the house slave versus the field slave, and then yes. it just kept going. Like when we got here, it kept going in like different directions, where like you know people were getting made of. It's really weird because there was this kind of like both a people praised your skin color versus people hated your skin color kind of yeah. weird thing that was going on. Because I did, I know that like you know, let's say you come from Africa, you're dark skin. I know I've heard the phrase African booty scratcher and just all of like these kind of like weird phrases get thrown around towards like, you know, the people who are the darker complexion and then, you know, the people with the lighter complexion, you're not really black, you're, yeah. you know, emotional, you're sensitive compared to like the dark skin people. Like, it's, so it's like a weird thing where it's like both like the light skins would be favored and then made fun of and then the dark skins would be favored and made fun of. So it's just like, so... Who's winning then? If we're both hating ourselves or exactly. we're like hating each other, <laughs> like you know, if we're all hating each other and hating ourselves because of our skin color, how are we really winning? Like against, I guess, the oppressor, which usually is the white man. <laughs> but, yeah. like, but it's just like you know, like if that's we're the not only one that benefits from it. Like if we're not unified, how are we expecting anything Don't to get I'm better? I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because it seems like now it's been like this whole because I'm a firm I'm very into like as far like psychological warfare and stuff like that. And my whole thing is that I kind of realized that hmm, like what's the best way that you could potentially destroy the black community? And that's by making them destroy themselves. Exactly, that don't destroy themselves. Which brings me back to the whole what I said earlier about J. Cole. As far, and I was, I didn't really say that just like dismiss J. Cole, like, oh man, like you're not black enough, stuff like that. But I'm just saying, like, I said that due to the fact that, okay, like, I noticed, like, within like the black community, like, light skinned people, they feel like they have to overcompensate to prove that they're black enough by doing things that might seem like they're forcing it a bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether yeah. it's like growing your hair out, wearing the dashikis, or like constantly talking about the black struggle, trying to be the face of it. Kind of like a Sean King, you know, he ain't really black, but that's a story for another day. But you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that, rather than just letting it flow, you know, just being organic with it. Then you have dark skinned um blacks, such as, you know, I'm I kind of consider myself be like a dark skin class. All of us, I guess, we kind of like in the same skin complexion, right? I mean, there was at one point where I was brown and then I discovered sports, but that's a that's a title for another day. Wait, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, when I when I was like in my uh, mid teens, like I used to be like brown and like yes, like really light skin. Am I? Yes. I, I feel like I've I've grown darker. I've I've heard that multiple times. So people have known me throughout the 
Like you, you've gotten darker and stuff like that. Like you're not as like I used to be like Colin Kaepernick's like complexion and stuff like that. So really, yeah. But I mean, back back to your uh, your issue. I I feel like, uh, and this even in uh, the streets of Philadelphia, like when I'm walking like through in a, a heavy populated uh, urban area, like I feel like I have to walk a certain way. Like I have to carry myself a certain way. And that's not me at all. Like I like to listen to Nirvana. Like I like listening to Nickelback and stuff like that. I'm not just stereotypical black guy, but I feel like the pressure is on me to add a little a swagger in my the way I walk or um, have a stone cold face so other black males don't try to like be like, oh, you think you're better than us or something like that. So like I do understand like where you're saying from Cap's perspective of he feel like he has to like try to play a part or fit in to like uh, beef up that image and stuff like that because it's something that I struggle with. Like, and I th- and I think it's very sad in a sense because like I'm I'm a whole big firm and we discussed this I believe around episode two yeah. of Tuck Talk. Um, I'll link a card to that video up above where we basically talk about as far as like um overcoming racial stereotypes. Yeah, like like discover like are you black enough? Like are you Latino enough? Like whatever case, like whatever you are, it's like you have to constantly prove it. And I think it's kind of sad in the sense that we're still stuck in that same phase, you know, of thinking because at the end of the day, like I'm just like you, Dominic. Like I love listening to Nirvana. I love listening to um, Nickelback. I love listening to um, I forgot. Kaleos, I think that's the name of the, the rock band. I love listening to Imagine Dragons. I love listening to. Oh, you on your own with Imagine Dragons? Whatever. I love listening. <laughs> to, shout, shout, shout out to my friend. I discovered her on FIFA nineteen or FIFA eighteen. One of those games. Um, Nome. I love listening to her. No, I feel she's a talented, dope artist. So, I have interest in music outside like R and B and hip hop. And I've been in those situations where like. I'm blasting my music up loud, and I feel like, oh, like now I have to switch it up to MOP because I'm afraid I'm about to hurt niggas and shit like that. So I oh yeah, I've been like, multiple times where like I'm walking past a group of black uh, people, and I either turn my music down or like I put in my headphones or something like that. So yeah, yeah. So like I feel like it's sad that we're still in that space where we feel like we have to overcompensate to like. I guess prove that we're black enough, and like that whole thing earlier, that was kind of like I guess like a parody. Well, I did like okay, like have you watched this show? Have you watched that show? Because it's really yeah, like, like like I said, like I've, I've touched on it, and we we say it in a lighting tone, and we know each other. But uh, on the other side of it, it's that um, it's that uh, stopping at the border of hey, like I need to see your black car. Like when's the last time this been updated? Like when's the last time you ate? Fried chicken, or when's the last time you watched Martin or anything like that? Like, so yeah, yeah. But uh, I feel like you and Sean, y'all definitely hit the nail on the head in regards to like it's a it's a like nobody's winning. Like, your light skin, you gotta prove that you're black. If you're dark skin, it's like we got certain stereotypes about us as well. So. At the end, but who's at the end? They like you guys said, like who's winning? It's not us. Yeah, you know, exactly. the, they pit us against each other. You know, like. Like why do it yourself when they're gonna do it to each other, you know? So that's something to think about. That'd be something to think about. But um, we definitely had another set topic planned, but I feel like we could cut it right here. 
I feel like that was a good way to answer. Yeah, so let's so we're around at the point, ladies and gentlemen, where it's time for us to plug ourselves on the way out. But if you guys, if you made it this far and you enjoyed the discussion, once again, back-to-back weeks, we have a plan. Some of these topics, we just let it flow. I feel like that works better for us. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, we'll definitely we're still love experimenting. We're, we're, still, we're still all new to the podcast industry and stuff like that. Yeah. So with us. Yeah, you know, this is episode seven of Tuck Talk. We're about to do, what, episode eight of the gaming chair. Um, look out for that. Um We've done nine, nine episodes ten? of Out of Bounds. We're up to 10. Next week will be episode 10 of Out of Bounds. So we're so it's less than 30 episodes altogether. So we're new to the space. We're adjusting. But hopefully you guys you are embarking on the journey with us. But if you're enjoying this journey so far, we encourage you to like this video, share this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. If you listen to us on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, we'll definitely appreciate a review. I'm not going to ask you for five stars or anything like that because I want you to be honest. You know, let us know as far as what you like, anything that you dislike, and how we can improve. I mean, if you give us a one star, we're deleting. I'm just letting you know up front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to protect the brand. Okay, I can't have no one star. Fuck <laughs> that. Oh, <laughs> no, we, we good. Just rate us what you feel. Yeah. But with that said, uh, let them know where they got, where they can find you guys on social media. Anything that you guys are working on with Fintuck outside of Tuck, let the people know. Sean, you can go since you're on. So you can find me on all social media platforms. That's Snapchat now, Twitter, Instagram, Wait, wherever. Wait, you still got Snapchat? I still do. Like I, I just is, made is like, like recently popular? made. Nah, I just made like I just made a new one just like to actually have like Black Dawn on it because I didn't have it on my like original Snapchat. I've been moving my friends over there, but I just use it like sparingly here and there. I've honestly been taking like a social media break, so that gave me something to just like actively like post <laughs> myself a little bit somewhere. But uh, once I get back on social media, you can find me all of my social media is under Black Dawn, which I have right there. Um, you can also find my website, Black Dawn Arts, which I post my like dancing, writing, photography all up there. So you can like see what I've been up to a little bit. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I hope you enjoy LA next week. But be careful if you ever go to Venice Beach, like, please be careful. You are the second person that just mentioned <laughs> Venice Beach to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's scary down there, man. Be cautious of teenagers on bikes. <laughs> they might look innocent, but be careful. Everybody can follow me on uh, just Instagram. Uh, Donnie is the spell of how it is down there. Um, I'll link my uh, first book in my uh, bio because a lot of people have been asking me about that and stuff like that. So, uh, But part uh, book two is coming out later this year. Okay. And we'll also link the link to the yeah, excuse me. We'll also link the bio to his book. I don't know if I said that right. And our True Urban Culture IG page as well. Just just to support our, our guy, Donnie, one of the MVPs of True Urban Culture, he's been holding it down with the Under the Radar series, with the interviews, he's been killing it. Sean, we're going to get some interviews off of you as well, bro. So you. get you back in that. We, we got to get some, some gaming uh, editors and uh, start talking with studios and stuff like that. I want to hear what they say. 
Oh, speaking of gaming, I'll go. Actually, you know, what? I'm saving for the gaming chair podcast. Yeah, save it. Yeah, save it. I'll you save gotta give it all away right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for the gaming chair podcast. That would be up uh, episode eight. Yeah, episode eight of the gaming chair podcast. That'll be up this Friday at three p.m. Eastern time. So stay tuned for the news in regards to that. As for me, you can find me on IG at the Della Fashionista. I'm also the moderator on the True Every Culture IG page. So you want to like inquire as far as like any interviews. Any event um hosting opportunities or like event coverage opportunities, you can reach me there or you can email me at Liddell at tuckmag.net. Or um, if your block party is trash, don't don't mention us and don't ask us for coverage because we ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a bag involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that shit is trash. Sponsored by the bag. <laughs> the bag. <laughs> Sponsored by the back for sure, but um, yeah, like uh, I just got some inquiries the other day as far as, like some uh movie premiere that's coming up in Atlanta for us to cover, but I'm not sure if our team is vaccinated or not because that's not something that we've been promoting. Damn, but I need to move to Atlanta, man. But that just goes to show that right now, like I feel like we'll. Yeah, I'll say I'll say this for I'll say that for. We're about to say, I'll save it for episode. What's this episode eight? Oh, episode seven. All right, so <laughs> what I was about to say, I'll save it for episode eight. <laughs> just talk, talk, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want to get on conspiracy theories on you guys, but um, I hope you also, guys if, if you're an assistant, please apply to help out Liddell. Man, <laughs> my tutor's running around, <laughs> yeah, my mom is all over the place. I can't keep track of shit. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, help me, <laughs> help me, please. Sponsored by help. Better <laughs> help. <laughs> uh, we hope you guys enjoy this episode. We catch you guys same time, same place every Thursday at three PM Eastern time. Enjoy the rest of your week. Happy Father's Day to all our fathers out there, and we catch you guys next week. Peace.